on. Yeah, my YouTube family. Hey, God bless you all. Thank you for being here. Please like, subscribe, share it, share your comment. It's going to be life changing, I promise you. Facebook, welcome, 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 welcome. We are here. It's going to be life changing. Okay, one second. Uh, let's see where it is. Okay, so. So, yeah. It's going to be life changing. And uh, let me do this one minute. Okay. All right. So let's see. Trying to make sure we have this thing on so that it will help. There you go. There you go. We got it on. Okay. So, yeah. We're here to learn. They that wait upon the Lord. This is Bible study, okay? So we're here to learn. You can put your input there, whatever you think, whatever, because this is it should be interactive, okay? Bible study should be interactive. If the Lord is speaking to you regarding this uh, subject matter, you can have your comment right there and just agree and just, you know, whatever the Lord is speaking to you can agree with us by commenting okay so let, let it be interactive let, let's just learn together this is what it's all about it's no man's show okay bible study is no man's show okay so it's not one man's show that's what i meant to say so blessings to you welcome they that wait on the lord they that wait on the lord wait by scripture what does it mean let's just take a moment to pray you know to just Father, we thank you. We adore you. We honor you. You are amazing. You are so sweet. You are so kind. You are so good. So, Lord, you've been so good to us. We can't but thank you for this amazing moment, for making it possible. It's a privilege to learn at your feet. So, Lord, we welcome you. Spirit of the living God, you are welcome. God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, take your place. And let every other name fade away. 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 Jesus is Lord in this place, in this hour and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you. Hallelujah. Bear that wait upon the Lord. What does it mean to wait? What are the scriptural meaning of waiting? What is the dictionary meaning of waiting? So one of the, by way of introduction, we want to begin with that. In the scriptures, the word wait means to hope, to anticipate, to trust, to hope and trust in the Lord requires faith, patience, humility, meekness, long suffering, keeping the commandments and enduring to the end enduring to the very end hallelujah what about the oxford dictionary it says transitive to stay where you are or delayed doing something until somebody or something comes or something happens okay so we'll look at the book of isaiah 40 31 
That's going to be our anchor scripture. Amen. Glory to God. And it reads, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So now, what does those who wait on the Lord, you know, what, what does it mean to, to wait on the Lord? What does it mean? Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. What does it mean? This means resting in God by allowing him to take charge, to take charge, believing that he is sufficient, umagatayaba, and powerful. Those who trust in him must be strong in faith to contend with their foes or trials in order to triumph. Is it making sense to you? Yes. We are going somewhere with this. Stay with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In this context, waiting on the Lord connotes hopeful anticipation. Hopeful. Hopeful. Not despair. Hopeful anticipation. Submission to the Lord's will and trusting in the Lord. Waiting denotes an active process. We'll be discussing that in, you know, in, in, in a minute. You know, denotes an active process. You are not idle. Just because you are waiting, you know, doesn't mean you are just idle, just folding your arms like this. No, you have to be active. There's something that you have to be doing. When we look at this, the, the, those that serves in the restaurant, the waiters, the waiters are, are not idle. They are always busy serving. They are called waiters. But they are not waiting, folding their arms. That's, an, that's a very good example of what it means to wait upon the Lord. Because waiters in the restaurant, when you go to the restaurant, they are busy serving, serving the, the customers. And our job as people of God in the place of waiting is to keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> okay, keep on keeping on. And so let's continue. Hallelujah. Because why? Waiting denotes an active process, one of keeping our covenants, doing our part, doing our part of the job, you know, doing our meeting God where we're supposed to meet God as humans. Like we are not away from the will of God because we are waiting. We don't step out of God because we are waiting. We don't go back to the world because we are waiting. Just like a, a single girl, a single lady, a queen that's waiting for God to, to bless her with his, her king or bless her with her husband. You don't jump out of the safe place in God into dating men that are out of alignment with God. You don't go about looking for who is not looking for you. You don't, you are not out there messing with men. You know, you are waiting on the Lord. You are doing your part by staying 
living a pure life, living a life of purity, a life of purity, a life of no fornication, no adultery with anyone married. You are not committing fornication with anyone that's not married like you. You are positioning yourself, you know, so that you, you, you can get to the next, the next dimension. Hallelujah. So, what are we saying here? It says in this contest, one keeping, you know, keeping our covenants, fervent meekness and reliance on the Lord. Complete, total reliance on the Lord. Hallelujah. The path of the righteous, verse 31, it entails patience and waiting on the future glory of Christ to be revealed. You are waiting for the next uh, uh, leading, for the next assignment, for the next thing to be done, to be next to the next uh, steps to follow. Why? Because we serve a progressive God. We serve a God who is not okay to rest on yesterday's instruction. Mm. God might told you yesterday, this is what I want you to do. It doesn't mean today he's telling you to do the same thing. This is why the weight is so important. Hallelujah. And so, it entails patience and waiting on the future glory of Christ to be revealed, but also the promise of strength to meet out trials and temptations here and now. This is a summary of Isaiah 40, verse 31. Like, in the process of you waiting for what is about to be, for the next instruction, for the next step to take in your life, in your destiny, your ministry, in the life of your children, in your marriage, as a single person, your business, in your career, in your education, your vocation, your skill training, whatever that is, whatever that means to you, it is you are in this space where you are patient you are waiting for that which is to be revealed by god you are also leaning on the strength on the promise of the strength of god to meet all the trials to stand strong in the place of trials the temptations here and now hallelujah and it doesn't just stop there but the grace to stand and righteousness to do righteous acts to honor the Lord who bought you to honor the Lord in trials in those temptations to still choose to honor the Lord the wedding does not mean empty time or space you are not buying time you are not buying space Come on, you are not wasting your time, and it's not time wasting. 
is a time of devotion, as a time of focus, is a time of intentional, intentionality, is a time that divinity is given the permission to kiss humanity. For direction. Amen. Hallelujah. So Hebrews says, Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus. Hebrews is the author and the finisher of our faith. Mind of God, God bless you. Bishop, uh, Prophet Victor, God bless you. Hallelujah. So, what are we saying? God is the author and the finisher of our faith. If he authors it, He's going to finish. He cannot finish what he doesn't author. Just like he will not finish what he didn't start. So this is why we must come to a conclusion in our lives that the steps we take must be of God, must be led by God so that he can be committed to finishing it. So he can be committed to preserving it. So he can be committed to protect it, especially when it comes to life and destiny, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to that business, when it comes to the ministry, we need God. It's not about starting. It's about the continuity, and it's even ultimately about the end. The Bible says, mark a perfect man, for his end is what? peace. Amen? So, we want to make sure the leading is not our leading. It's God's leading. It's God's leading. It's God's leading. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I truly believe this scripture applies to every believer. Why? Because of God's progressive nature. I just said that. Our walk with God is progressive. Therefore, there's the need to always wait upon the Lord for the next instruction and not move ahead of God. The need to inquire from the Lord the direction he is taking us as people of God. Of course, Bible study is always for God's people, you know, because we have, we've, come, we've come a long way for some time. And so this is knowing and getting acquainted and getting, you know, comfortable with the word of God that sometimes might feel very uncomfortable. It's like just taking him at his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this helps us to know when a season is over, when a season is over, sometimes we hold on to a season that's already over because we don't realize this season is over. And so there is this empty feeling, there's this confusion, there is this 
frustration because now God is saying, I'm no longer here. I've moved. <laughs> I've moved. Hello. Hello. Glory to God. You know, God promised, uh, uh, God promised uh, Elijah that the woman was, was going to feed him. He didn't know what to, you know, the brook was already dried. And if he didn't move from there, if he didn't get away from there to go where that woman is, that was going to, the widow was going to feed him, who knows what would have happened to him? Because when the season is over, it's over. God is not going to redo things there. He's not going to breathe into any dead bones there because the season is over. This is why when the season is over at a job, somebody will see themselves being fired, being uh, sacked, as they say in Nigeria, you know, being sacked in America is fired, being fired for no reason. They have no reason at all. And you want people wonder, how can these people fire them? Because they've not done anything wrong. Yeah, when the season is over, God will cause things to happen that will shock you. He will allow. He won't cause it, though. He will allow certain things to happen so that his will will be established. So that his plan will be established. Amen? That is, that's, that's the, that is it. And oftentimes it's not palatable. It's not sweet. It's not a, a conducive or a, a, a good situation. It's not something that you, you will like. But if you, are, if you are really sensitive enough to go to God, go to the drawing board, God, what are you saying? You will hear that sweet voice saying to you, that soft, sweet, wonderful voice saying to you, my dear, the season is over. Season here is over. I'm about, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Can't you perceive it? Can't you see it? Can't you feel it? Can't you hear me? I believe God is saying that to somebody today. I am doing a new thing. I am, you are in your new chapter in life and destiny. You are in your new chapter. Life is about your book that God is writing. God is the one writing your book. And it's go, it goes from page to page, from chapter to chapter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do. And all their brethren, with all their brethren, were at their commandment. First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32. The children of Issachar were the people that knew their times and seasons with God. And they, 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 were, they were focused. They knew when the season was over. They knew when, when, when their season was, was, on, was on point. And the Bible says, the Israelites, the people of their time were at their command because they heard God. They were led by God. They obeyed the, the leading of the Lord. They were the one that remained in the place called they that wait upon the Lord. They were the watchmen of their time and season. 
They knew what God was saying at no time. And they went with God. They were led by God. They didn't let the situation, what people were saying, what people were seeing, what was happening around them to control what God was doing. Wouldn't that be a good thing to emulate this time and season of our lives, of our destiny, of our nations, of, of the kingdom of God that is, you know, in progressive as Jesus comes back? Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming back. Amen. Amen. In Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, it describes, you know, this move from independence to dependence. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. It's a description of the move from being independent, living by yourself, yourself being led by yourself, by what you know, your understanding, your technical know-how, you know, your all of the knowing that you know, hello, to becoming dependent, completely, totally dependent on God. Not in one thing, not in your job, not concerning your marriage, not concerning your finances, not concerning your ministry, not concerning your health, but in all that has to do with your life and destiny. Amen, somebody. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, that we should trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not, lean not unto our own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Proverbs Three, verse five. Six says, verse six says, in all thy ways. Mm -hmm. This is all? Yes, all. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. He shall direct thy paths. Solomon encouraged us to exchange itself absorbed focus for a sturdy focus on God. Exchanging our limited knowledge by acknowledging God's wisdom at all times. Because no matter how knowledgeable we are, you can say, well, I, you know, I'm a doctor, you know, I'm a doctor of science, a doctor of uh, business, doctor of, you know, uh, you can be doctor of anything. Amazing, great position, great uh, achievement. But no wisdom is greater than the wisdom of God. So this is where we are being called to exchange our self-absorbed focus for a steady focus on God. Why? Because whatever we know, Whatever we think we know, we are still limited. We are still limited as humans. There is no knowing that's greater than the knowing of our God. 
Hallelujah. So now, and now here I have for you four, you know, why is waiting on the Lord important? Why is it important to wait on the Lord? I have four reasons why it's important for you and I to make it a priority, a, a lifestyle to be committed to waiting on the Lord. Like I said, it's not holding your arms, doing nothing. It's actually doing something. Tangible is something that's leading you to the next thing to receive. Amen? Number one, waiting on the Lord is strength renewal. It terminates frustration and anxiety while you're waiting. We see that in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. It says, they that wait upon the Lord shall do what? Shall renew their strength. Are you out of strength today? Receive the strength of God. Receive the strength of God. I said, receive the strength of the living God. Strength is coming to you right now. Oh, yeah. Number two, wait on the waiting on the Lord guarantees divine direction. Waiting on the Lord guarantees divine direction. It keeps you from the temptation of going ahead of God in matters of life and destiny. Waiting on the Lord keeps you from all sorts of frustration. It keeps you from all sorts of frustration. It keeps you from every form of frustration because now you know you are not wasting your time. You have a focus on the God that is faithful. You have a focus on the God that is leading you. You are not leading yourself. God is leading you, period. So you know you are on the right path. You are not going ahead of God. You are. You are. In your, in, where you're supposed to be. Isn't that wonderful? It guarantees divine direction. Glory to God. Glory to God. Kapo shakatega. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Ayatosi, Holy Ghost. Kepete, esiketuze ketizaka, paduve nuve, iresiketos kele. Mabanda halasia, o kwe kobodebe kapatus, enesi tu shati ikwava, ezekulati yatusu. Thank you, my Jesus. Ayetazika lakashi. The Lord is here. Masante leketa. Thank you, Jesus. Matobe yeze lekaya. You, you know, you are able to manage temptation. You are able to manage temptation because you know where you are. You are sensitive to your time. 
you are sensitive to the frequency of the Holy Spirit. You are buying to the leading of the Lord all the way. Hallelujah. Number three, waiting on the Lord keeps you active in your divine assignment and to your, and your appointment post, at your appointment post, as you await the leading of the Lord for what's next. Waiting on the Lord will keep you grounded. We keep you where you're supposed to be. We keep you on that divine assignment. You are not leaving what you're doing. You are still busy working, awaiting the next instruction. It didn't take you, it doesn't take you off of your divine assignment or divine post. You are maintaining your place in God. Why await? You know, why you await what next step to take from there? Hallelujah. So it's not a moment of buying time, as in doing nothing, as in go to vacation and just forget about this for now until when, no. It's consistently maintaining this process, this progressive move of God. Amen. Number four, waiting on the Lord will humble you. It keeps you humble. And reminds you your need of God. Knowing that without him, you can do nothing. Without him, you and I are nothing and we can do nothing. Knowing that with him, we can do everything. Because his strength will help us doing all things. But without him, it's nothing that we can do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In summary, or in conclusion today, John 15, verses 5 to 7, the scripture says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Six, if a man abided not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gathered them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask ye, you shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Amen. So, as we summarize, waiting on the Lord is a prophetic position that all believers, you and I, must consistently, consistent, pardon me, must consistently, consistently, must consistently, the devil is a joker, a liar. Yes. Kato beresekete, ekushi, keke, raka, kuhiakiatata, shitori kete, Jesus is Lord. He is above and above all. Kebaya, kedaya. Waiting on the Lord is a prophetic position that all believers of God, you and I, must consistently maintain in order to remain in the perfect will of God. I'm going to repeat that one more time. I said, waiting on the Lord is a prophetic position that all of us, 
all believers of God must consistently maintain in order to maintain, to remain in the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Have we been blessed? Have we been blessed? Come on. Glory to God. If you are here today, you are not saved. We have three prayer points that we'll be praying today by the grace of God. But before we do that, I would really want to invite you to the family of God. Jesus is coming very soon. Jesus is coming very soon. And it is where you are. Your life. Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you given your life to Jesus? Are you saved? Are you ready for the coming of the Lord? If not, now is the hour. Because Jesus is coming. There will be no excuses on the last day. Stop procrastinating your salvation. Because now Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Will you open? Will you let him in? For God so loved the world, you, that he gave his son, Jesus Christ. That whosoever believes in him, you, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, verse 16. So pray this prayer with me, if you will. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I have sinned. I need your mercy. Today I repent and I ask that you come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my Lord, be my Savior. Say one more time. Say, be my Lord, be my Savior. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. God bless you. Now I really encourage you to join a Bible-based, Bible preaching, Bible talking, Bible living church that God is going to lead you to. It's important. You begin to grow. That's how we are all growing. We are all growing. We are babies in the Lord. Okay. So we are children, babies to children. And so it's time to begin to grow up the Lord. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you for coming on today. God bless you. Okay. So now we have three prayer points. Number one, let's begin to thank God for his word. That his word has come. His word will do us good. Come on. Open your mouth. Say, Lord, thank you for your word. I've heard your word. Thank you that your word is here to do me good, to bless me, to change my life in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Masakaya. Reteke, resake, sukurati kapa, akikesu, rekatobare, tesekura kataya, reketubu sante, ikwe sotero, kekadeva kekate, rekapata gashi, azeto sobe ketela. Thank you for your word. Father, thank you for your word. Father, thank you for your word. Ikasakata, iresokoka, pakubesi, zukushake, satebezu, akikadobosi keto, azifono, kebakata. We thank you for your word. We rejoice at your word. We are grateful for your word. Kate shotoketaya, fatoberesi kata, for your word heals, your word heals, your word delivers, and your word blesses. Keto barese, your word restores. Your word is everything. We thank you for your word. 
Pasante say, we know that our lives will not remain the same because of your word. Even on today, Masokore Kata, Masokore Pushikata, Pazobe Konde Iketu, Arekatabasi Kata, Rekoshatabase, Makobero Kapa Eke, Ikikuzi Kurakiobo, Eziatomeno, in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Prayer number two. My father, say, My father, I receive grace to consistently lean on you. I receive grace to continually depend on you and trust your leadership in my life and destiny. In the name of Jesus. Let me read it one more time. Let's do it one more time. Say, my father, I receive grace to consistently lean on you. I receive grace to continually depend on you and trust your leadership in my life and destiny. In the name of Jesus. Itudusha, Patoma nakalia, telekata yadu, akobanosi, ikezome loso, in Jesus' precious name. Number three, say with me, say, I take authority and dominion over every agenda of hell to frustrate my life and destiny. In this regard, I retrieve such agenda back to hell now, in the name of Jesus. One more time, I take authority and dominion over every agenda of hell to frustrate my life and destiny. In this regard, I retrieve such agenda back to hell right now. In the name of Jesus. Pazanda, Sukeda, Pazate, Shukete, Paso, Shitakabanda, Mateto, Tadeta, Tataya, Sutetela, Patube, Iritegusko, Ishkite, Isuku, Kamasu, Katasua, Keshakata, Zubeshine, Kaibahodi, Kerebahate, Katobasia, Akatusha, Lekosokote, Rekosokote, 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 Perodasia, Matobarabosu, Elikasaya, Kismatoma, Kamadoshiala, Kasela Kisa, Apato Mezi, Iyekedegezo, 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 Shakale Gosu, Atande de Tisika Liga 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 Liga, 
Tamayada, Masakate, Shudelor, Shudelor, Shudelor. For this reason, Jesus was manifested that he might destroy, that he might destroy, that he might destroy, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Tapona. Kataya, Tetesha, Tebaroso, 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 Tekori Shakanema, in Jesus' mighty name, Kaneho Shala. It is done. It is done. Thank you, Lord. It is done. Say the Lord. It is done. Say the Lord. It is done. It is done. What are you believing God for? It is done. Say the Lord. It is done. Makege. It is done. Brande Sala. It is done. Peroshala. It is done. It is done. It is done in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. God bless you for joining. Don't forget to follow us. Make sure you are following the page so that you can receive, you know, a lot when we come on on YouTube. God bless you all. I hope you've subscribed. I hope you have liked, comment, share. God bless you for helping us build this channel. And um, we appreciate you all. Jesus loves you. We love you here. Jesus loves you more and more. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you have an amazing rest of the day. And remember, waiting on the Lord is not a waste of time. It is you maximizing every moment for the next instruction, for the next uh, move of his in your life, in your destiny. Always remain in that position. For they that wait upon the Lord will always be strengthened. You will not be weary. You will not uh, faint. Come on, somebody. You're like the eagle that never know what it means to faint. That never know what it means to, you know, to be weary. You will always be strengthened in the place of the waiting. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. It's a humble host here, Dr. Mercy Omani. Bye. Hallelujah.